I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is the APPC Podcast. Apologies if this sounds a little uh, uh, crappier. That's the wrong word, but... Uh, homespun that's a nice term yeah because we're uh, we're out in the field today we're not in the studio yes it's on the Roland RO5 yeah old school old school been a while yeah been a while been a while one day we'll get one of them zooms oh you know the ones they use in like because you've seen it on the bottom they've got the XLRs yeah they're not like so you can actually plug my Mics in, yeah, to resume. And if you put on power, take it anywhere. Jeez. I know, right? It's future. It is. Can't be done with that. To the bone. That's what it's called. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. My pick. Your choice. Oh, um, fifth studio album released eighteenth August. Uh huh. You just really seemed to, you looked up like, uh, did I do good? Like, that's the end. No, and I was like, no. okay. I was just making sure who was hurt. Um, inspired by the progressive pop records of his youth, brackets, Peter Gabriel, Kate Bush, Talk Talk, and Tears for Fears, and brackets. Listing those bands, I really feel like I should have given Talk Talk more of a chance. I had never heard of them until I wrote it down here. I'm sure you have. If you look at their songs or look at their mm, hits. I just didn't bother. I'd never heard of them. So. Don't say you've never heard of them when you probably have. Mm-hmm. Reviews. Uh, yeah, again, I had to dig for this because there was very little on the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, all music, classic rock, mojo and Q. Uh-huh. Four stars. The very best of talk talk. Counterculture.nl Nine and a half stars. Oh. Okay, I recognise that. It's my life. Yeah, I recognise that straight away. It's my life! Okay. I don't know who I thought that was then it did not. but but, Uh, Gwen Stefani covered it. No, but I'm thinking like from as a child. I remember that song, but I don't know who I thought was. It's definitely, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Drowned in Sound, 4 out of 10. Life is what you make it. Don't know what this song is either. No, I don't know that one, I don't. Oh, I like it there. I'm going to sample this. Oh, no. Is this on an ESO advert or something? Is there a car driving across a beach to this? Yeah, a tiger in your tank or something. Yeah. A tiger in the boot with just a poor... I made, a, I made one of those Garfield signs mm. they had back then. In the grill. Or the arse just hanging at the boot. Oh, I... No, okay, I definitely know that then, yeah. <laughs> so I, we do know this then. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so turned in sound. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. Planet Rock. Five stars. When I say rock, you say planet. Yeah. Yeah, pl- Planet Rock gave us five out of five. Yeah, but Planet Rock seemed to be desperate for approval. Pop Matters and Uncut, seven out of ten. That's about right. I mean, my 7.5 rule. Under the Radar, uh-huh. seven and a half out of ten. Sputnik Music, Sputnik Music. four and a half stars out of five. Metal Wanny. What? Came up again. Metal Wanny. Metal Annie. Wanny. Remember they came up last time with Queen's Quatsa? No, I Queens forgot. Queen's Metal Wanny. Metal. Wanny. No, I, 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 just, just one more time. Metal. Wanny. Wanny. W-A-N-I. Metal Wanny. Two words, not a separate word. Metal. <laughs> is it the metal part that's getting you? Or is it Wani. 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 Metal. Metal. 
Juani. 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 It's not a word though, right? Juani. Not metal. Me- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metal, I understand. Metal. Juani. 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 Juani? Hey Siri. <laughs> what does the word Juani mean? Oh, she's not talking to me. Hey Siri, what does the word Wani mean? That's bad. what I found on the web for the word Vani Have a look. <laughs> like, Never mind. <laughs> she said Vani. I definitely said Wani. I've got a speech impediment. Thanks very much, Siri. You're useless. Mm. Didn't even know if uh, kangaroos like kumquat. <sighs> what you see. Anyway, yeah, so that was the reviews. Bit of a mixed bag. Uh-huh. Some thought it was really good, some didn't. <laughs> Charts. Um, France, it reached 168. Okay. New Zealand, it reached 5. End of chart. <laughs> it's short and to the point then. Yes. Um, well, and my notes disappeared because my iPad gave up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I went to a magical place because I was trying to. Toys R Us. Because uh, I I assumed what uh, with the words you words you kept saying that you were uh, referencing. Uh, is this the one? The uh, Koyanis Quatsi. Remember that Philip Glass did? It was like a art piece. No, no. you don't know what I'm talking about. It's it's got some of your best work on. I I really have to look at how it's spelled. Oh, it it. it. M-E-T-A-L No, yeah, that's not the point of the story. No. <laughs> the point of the story now Wani. is this piece of music. Wani. Yeah, so... No. Metal... Honey. <laughs> so what's this? What is this? It's very quiet. Oh. It's as high as I can get it. It's by... Uh, oh, didn't you... I had that downloaded for a while. Did you make me download that? No, but I probably put it somewhere as a joke and you download it. Oh, well, It's very quiet. Yeah, it's not going to pick up. There you go. Oh, oh yeah, like monk chat. Yeah. <laughs> Evil monk chat, John. Yeah, I think I listened to all that. Because <laughs> uh, I definitely recognise that. I'm like, yeah, I downloaded that before. Yeah. Parcel Force. It's not, it's not for either of us. Oh, no, good. I've still got other stuff coming. But not I'm expecting Is it for me? Is it a rainbow uh, Hail Satan t-shirt no. with an upside-down crucifix and uh, and a pentagram on it? That'd be awesome. I want that so bad. Why won't you tell me where she got it? It's in the back of the van. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, stuff I'm expecting is not until, like, the 4th or 5th of September, but it could have been very awesome bit, was. Was it some um, sort of horrible loot crate? No, 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 I don't do that anymore. I've, I've moved on. It is a pop, it is a pop Funko figure. Uh, a good one? It's the Ash with the James Warm. And, oh yeah, you yeah. said that. Yeah. And you said it was based on the TV show, but it looked more like uh, Army of Darkness. Where's he going? Confusing. What size is the box he's got? Who's, what year is it? Who's no, the president? It's, it's not for me. Oh, oh well, that was exciting for a second. Anyway. For some. Back to... Not for anyone uh, listening, I can do that one. What? Oh. what? People expectantly listening to silence. Well, then, I could describe the van for them. It's a parcel force van, guys. Job done. Well, if they're not from this country, they don't know what parcel force is. Of course, everyone's got parcel force. Oh, a quick weather update. It's raining now. I thought it was raining when we took your it massive was, underpants in. It was about to. They were boxers, I don't have underpants. Wait, aren't all underpants underpants? I think of underpants as more of the brief thing. But they're briefs. Briefs, you know, they, they know the shape, the boxies. Boxies? Yeah, boxies. To me, pants are like what Superman wears over his tight. Whereas if they were boxers, they would, I wouldn't consider them pants. If uh, he just had red boxers over his... Uh, Blue tights, he'd look insane. Now that would be Russ Abbott, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did that. That's definitely a thing. He definitely did a superhero thing. Yeah, but I'm sure it was just like, sort of like those uh, 
silky kind of um, boxers shorts from the well, like shiny. Well, yeah, well, I re- you know, I remember it more as like those those shorts you wore at PE back yeah. in the day. Yeah. What what Overtight. the members of police academy had to wear when training? Oh, just think of the chaffage. Ugh. Just not. On high tower alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, nylon in those areas. The 80s were a horrible time. Yeah. <sighs> 110. Do- Can you imagine, because uh, everyone smoked in the 80s, just, you know, accidentally getting a tiny piece of uh, cigarette, like, <laughs> ash on oh. you, and going up like a bloody candle. <laughs> <laughs> going up like the wicker just, man. Just, n- just nothing left, but just a sort of molten bulge, like, if you'd taken a lighter to Action Man. Ugh. Which is weird. My, uh, my soap company is called Molten Bulge. Molten <laughs> Bulge. <laughs> Molten Bulge. Cleaning men for a healthy markup. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more about making money, not, <laughs> not, no. not anus. <laughs> well done. I mean, that's, that's part of it. That's part yeah. of anyone going for a shower. It's the most important part for me. I spend hours on my anus. Well, I have to spend quite a long time on my back area due to the, just general fatness. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, terry folds back there. <laughs> so they need to be sparkling clean. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Mr. Stephen Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's his name. To the bone. Track one. To the bone. To the bone! Um, yeah, it's got that horrible talky stuff that I hate at the start. Yeah. Um, you know, when you start chatting and things, you like, just get onto it. And then, after that, once it gets going, the first thought in my head was, this would not be out of place um, in the middle of, like, the end credits to a Bond film. I don't know why. That was the thought. <coughs> I disagree with that, but it does sound like a soundtrack. I was thinking something more like Tangerine Dream would have done back in the seventies and eighties. Did an awful lot of like you know to live a well, no, I didn't say to live and die in L.A., but that was Wang Chung, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So I'm gonna go. Oh, William Friedkin, Sorcerer. They definitely did Sorcerer. Three o'clock high, maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely some sort of John Hughes shit had Tangerine Dream going for it. Um. Uh, so this is something that will come up a few times. Oh, there you go. To com- oh. make a comparison to yours, uh, uh, so- oh. a song from the end credits of Red Dawn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. it gave uh, had a uh, bullshit AOR Peter Gabriel vibe. AOR, for people not down on their uh, uh, acronyms, is Album Orientators Rock. Ooh. I.e. it's not good enough to be a single. <laughs> um, something that sort of raised its head here to start with, because I realised that, I was like, well, it starts out all right, but it's, again, it's not really can grab me anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time, like, it's normally in albums, I'll get to, like, track eight, and that's when I start getting bored and uh-huh. giving up. This was um, a point where in the album where I went, oh, God, how long are this tracks left to go? And it was two minutes, 45 seconds. And there was still four minutes plus left to go. And then as this album went on, like listening to tracks going, how long of this is left? Always roughly the two minute 45 <laughs> mark. It was like spot on several yeah. times. I was just like, God, how much of this is left to go? This just feels really long. Two minutes 45 every time. Yeah, so like so, I said, you need to get into Buddy Holly. Yeah. Um, song two by Blur. I hate song two though. But it's one minute and fifty eight seconds. But, uh, but, but, Therefore, it's perfect for you. No, it's two. It's, I'm going to put together um, uh, a double sided cassette. A cassette. Um, <laughs> well, no, because that would not that'd be too short. Oh, I'm no, going to fill it. I like short. Two, just no, right? Double sided cassette, C ninety, and I'm going to mm. put on forty five two minute songs. And we'll see when you lose interest. But considering it's my choice of songs. I'm kind of lost interest already. No. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything to play a cassette one. No, but I wouldn't really do it as a cassette. I, what I would do, I'd, I'd format it as a cassette in my head and then split it into two playlists on Apple Music. not what you promised me. So. What I did before, if you remember, is I created a C60 
as the best of Elliot Smith for you to listen to. And it has expired for, on Apple Music because no cunt listened to it. But so I only gave it all my love. It's fine. Uh, that was when we started this podcast. I gave that to you. Started. That was only a little... Well, that was only uh, two years ago, nearly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would have got to it eventually. Because <laughs> I, I, was, I well, went back... Oh, if anyone's wondering when they updated recently, if shit happened, I don't know if it did, but I changed the picture on a load of old episodes, and I oh. think it might have played with uh, some people's feeds. Yeah. But, you know, remember that old picture we had, which was the sort of headphones bleeding? Yeah. Yeah. I did not like it, so I changed it for our, our, our oh, dog the logo. dog with a... Yeah. yeah. For all, like the first it's 20 it's episodes, it's they all got updated to that. Nice. Yeah. In between the uh, the cat who's being tortured but loves it is uh, in between, but you know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah, what we're talking about? We're talking about how that was track one. Yeah. You're already bored three minutes in. Nah, bored. Not bored enough that I didn't want to listen to the next track and see what was going on. But bored of the track. But bored of that track. And up until that point, it had been kind of alright. But yeah. We're not. I'm not filled with confidence. No. No. I. Yeah. It's. Um, I just it does not bode well. No, the uh, the next track doesn't bode well either, because it reminds me of uh, Moonlight Shadow, by oh, okay. by uh, what's his name Mike Oldfield. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'll just finish the rest one. I see. I wanted to move on to the next track to see what was there to see can. There was more of the sort of the little bits or whatever I liked, and there was just nothing in this one at all. Two tracks in and kind of. Well, by the time you get the, to the third track, and it sounds like he's brought in Bonnie Tyler. Well, oh, well, I was so like, what thing, the fuck is happening? Because it was uh, Nanette Tayeb, mm-hmm. uh, considered uh, to be one of the most famous people in the Israeli entertainment industry. Well, that makes sense. That's fair enough, because I can't name anybody else. Yeah, but I can't name her either. I can't, so, I can't now. I can't, I've already forgotten. Nanette Newman. No, Tayeb. Nanette Newman. This was the track here's Pariah, the first single released 9th of May. Um, obviously, it's mentioned earlier on that it, it, it influences kind of Kate Bush, and you can hear it with this one. But right. that's mainly yeah, again Bonnie Tyler. That well, is not Kate Bush. Well, to me, it was Kate remember Bush. that Bonnie Tyler album she did with Meatloaf. That's what I'm hearing right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, Actually, now I say that, I don't think it was. I think. I think they were both so relatively successful. Mm. It's kind of like a CD where it was like a split CD. You know, they do split singles. So the yeah. A side is one band yeah. and the double A is a different band. It's like that where like five tracks were Meatloaf and five tracks were Bonnie Tyler. Mm. Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> but I, I remember it being like a best of both of them. It's like, yes, Total Eclipse of the Heart is on here, but so is Bat Out of Hell. And when you say that and think about it for a minute, it gives me heartburn. The idea of those two bands. <sighs> I'm just thinking of Windsor Davies now, though, because you mentioned Never the Twain. What about the other guy? There's two of them in it. It's not like it was a one man show. Yeah, but I can't remember his name. So and uh, Donald Sindon? Sindon, there you go, yeah. I knew it was Is that right? Like that. Yeah. Fuck you! I'm yeah, stick, I was gonna stick. I'll be back in a minute. I stick my dick out of your window. I had Donald Sutherland's name coming to my head again. I thought, no, the Donald part's no, right. The Sutherland's you, not. But... You've mixed it up. I know. Donald Sutherland was apparently eating fish and chips in a stone. Yeah, it was a cheese toastie. Um, a cheese. Because he went to that milk place. In Stonehaven? Yeah. Not even the one on uh, Holborn, yeah. the OG one. Yeah. He went to oh, Melbourne. He was out there filming or something. No, no one is out in Stonehaven filming. This is what you Let alone Donald Sutherland. He's been doing something out there, films about. Right. Um, I, I, I do the the hand I'm just doing what I heard from Evening Express. I didn't. Right, we can't trust the Evening Express. Why? Well, I never said we could. Donald Sutherland is the second Donald to come up on IMDb. Do we think he's in fucking? I was saying that he's not looking very good in the promotion for the Hunger Games. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so I'm sorry, but why are you wearing an eye patch, Donald? Pink eye. Don't you understand? I'm 82 years old. So, you know, he was the best Hawkeye though. I'll give him that. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Let's have a look. 
Could it be something called Trust? Maybe. What's it called? Oh, it doesn't say anything about the plot. Brendan Fraser's in it. Is Brendan Fraser in Stonehaven right now? Well, that'd be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's... that's directed by Danny Boyle. You never know. They could yeah, be up that way. Yeah, see. That's a crazy night, is it? Coincidentally, this went to production at the same... I don't know what that means. Okay. That's... Right, Basmati Blues. What? It's called Basmati Blues. What do you want me to say? Brie Larson's in it. That seems like something we've filmed in Stonehaven. A brilliant scientist is plucked out of the company lab and sent to India to sell the genetically modified rice she created, which she doesn't realise will destroy the farmers she thinks she's helping. God, that sounds terrible, Brie. Hurry up and make Captain uh, Marvel. She's history's greatest monster. Talking about uh, Marvel, Time Daly's in it with her. Mm. You know Time Daly. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was she again? Lacey. Cagney. Cagney. She was uh, homecoming as well. Yes. Yes. That's why I said speaking of Marvel. Yeah, I know. I was, I, back. I was just catching up. Measure of a man, Dr. Khan. A bullied teen experiences the turning point of summer. Sounds terrible. I don't know. It's what. Doesn't it, it, oh. it, it seems to be American anyway. That doesn't matter. Oh, no, we've done the Leisure Seeker. No, we haven't. A runaway couple go on an unforgettable journey in the faithful RV they call the Leisure Seeker. Yeah. Starring Helen Mirren and Dick Gregory. Well, he's dead. He, I remember him dying like mm. in the last week. Oh, well. 19th of August, 2017. See? <laughs> 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 Take that, you... Ad Astra. An army corpse engineer searches across the galaxy for his father who disappeared on a mission to find alien life 20 years ago. He, that could be filmed in Stonehaven. He finds alien life on a cheese toastie in, in Stonehaven. <laughs> starring, also starring... This cast is insane. Also starring Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. Ruth Negger, you know, Tulip from Preacher. Okay, yeah. And she was Oscar nominated for some recently. Brad Pitt. Bradley Pitt. <laughs> and Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. From the Jamie Kennedy experience. He was the geeky one in Scream. Who made it through the first one, but not the second one. Didn't want, I've never seen Scream. Um, he's aged poorly. So this picture doesn't <laughs> help you. No. He looks like this now. He was yeah. son of Mask. I saw son of Mask. <laughs> no one did. Yeah. He was th- in Three Kings, apparently. Though oh, I saw that, but I not, only ever remember the... He, uh, he was not any of the four kings. Oh, okay. I only remember the bit with the bullet in the stomach where you see the green stuff coming out. Do you know, right, if, uh, if, if anyone wants to go through all of our episodes of this podcast <laughs> yeah. and hear how many times you have said that, <laughs> I reckon that is breaking 12. <laughs> Now, officially, oh. unknown, unbeknownst to me initially, this is, I believe, the 201st episode. Yeah. So 12 isn't that bad. No. But, it's, but still. It's the only thing I remember about that film. So. <laughs> yeah, but how often it comes up is weird. Oh. Saying that, I suppose it does prove that David A. Russell has done, done quicker. Oh, my, oh. I went all high-pitched because of that. Oh. The most unbelievable thing about Jamie Kennedy, looking at this, is he's 47 years old. 47. Ooh. And you know why that makes perfect sense? Because I'm 38 and he's definitely 10 years older than me. And yeah, I, I seem to have forgotten that time, uh, time makes fools of us all. Yeah. Tr- oh, what's this? Oh. oh, that's not it either. Okay, carry on. Yeah. We don't know what Donald Dal- Sutherland right. was doing other than eating um, cheese. Right, where do, we, do you want to skip through this a bit? I'm going to start sneezing so you do whatever you want to do. Um... Track four, the same asylum as before, yet he then starts singing in a higher pitch for some reason, and that doesn't help. That doesn't suit, doesn't suit him at all. A higher pitch. You've changed keys, sir. Get but the fuck just, out of here. It's just, yeah. Um, 
also written something here, but I don't know if it's right or not. But there's a the chunk in the middle which I've cons- I've written down as the middle eight. I was trying to be all fancy, but I don't know if it is middle eight. Well, maybe a bridge. Yeah, because I mean, cut it completely because it was just it seemed to be just pointless doodling and not actually anything to do with the rest of the song. But anyway, my um, notes for the next song are the greatest thing in the world. Which is this track five? Refuge, Refuge. maybe. Fifth single. Fifth single. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Refuge. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my only note I still believe because it sounds like something straight out of the Lost Boys yeah see, I was thinking, it's kind of going along as well as it's going to and then it, it's, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of putting me to sleep a little bit and then it gets going in the middle mm-hmm. and you go well okay it's, gonna, it's finally kicked in it sort of builds to something and then it just dies to death at the other end and just does like two minutes of almost silence and you know, just putting me to sleep again and it's just like you're right in the middle of your arm when you're kind of picking me up you're just knocking me out and this is no use whatsoever um anyway uh yeah talking about alright this jumps forward a little bit but blank yeah. tapes yeah uh I described as Battle of Evermore in Snowsville uh, my my one word review boring <laughs> <laughs> Because I just, I could not find the energy to write anything else. It was just, oh, yeah, yet again, featuring Nanette Tayyib. Uh, um, I mean, she's apparently the most successful woman in Israel. Isn't well, it? no, she's, she's just uh, one of the most famous people in the Israeli entertainment industry. It's her and... Uh, Israeli Bob. He's a, he's a Robert gonna, De Niro impersonator. Yes, yeah, don't bore out. <laughs> not bore. He's from uh, Kazakhstan. <laughs> it was a I'm pretty sure it's fictional. Yeah. <laughs> um, People who eat darkness are thin. Yeah, again, this is another one where at 2.45 I'm going, where the hell fucking long's left of this track? And it's like three minutes. Mm. And yeah, again, but it was another one where I looked at it and just went, oh, 2.45 again. Uh, well, by the time you get to Song of the Unborn... I have fallen asleep three times right now. Oh. And like I said, I want to listen to this again for when we reviewed it. Yeah. I did not. You know no. why? Because I was constantly falling asleep. It's like, well, see, well, track 10 as well. Nine minutes, 19 seconds long. Which one's that? That's track 10. And I What's knew it, it was a detonation. Oh, yeah, I've got quite a few notes on that. It's one of the, it's one of these messy ones where they seem to have had a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. That they wanted to use throughout the album, realized they got track ten hadn't used any of them, so just threw them all in here. <laughs> I don't think that's what prog rock is, but I no, see what you're saying. No, but it's it's kind of it was a bit like that. It was just every <laughs> little thing they've ever thought of that they wanted on here just went. Yeah, we'll put it on this track and then we'll mm-hmm. deal with everything else. But it was just long, messy, long. <laughs> but also, it's not what uh, a song called Detonation should should sound like. Mm. I mean. Should be more. It should be faster. Yeah. And have energy. This is what it sounds like when you dial. Hold on. Okay, I don't know what I meant by this note, and I started reading it without reading it first. You know what I'm saying? It was a dangerous move. Let's do this again. This is what it sounds like when you dial a number from a landline. With the receiver wedged between your shoulder and ear. (laughs) Oh, that that kind of... That? What am I thinking? Old school dialing. Rotary phone. Mm. See, the song is way too long. An improvised... uh, An improvised explosive device. Shame, shame. Question mark. See, so, not after you. So. I'm just going to cut to my final thought. Jesus Christ. Okay. Right, you went, no, you go. Well, no, I was just going to finish this thing off by saying that um, even once the track uh, quote-unquote detonates, it's not, like, great. And what is with the funk bridge? Brackets. Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've said this before about other albums that can argue a bit. This one definitely fits, and that you could go through this album. I mean, it's it's like an hour long. Mm-hmm. This one, 
but you could go through each track and you could just cut out a chunk of each one, mm-hmm. like a minute or so out of each one, two or three minutes out of the longer ones, mm-hmm. and have no noticeable difference to this album, mm-hmm. which again shouldn't again there's no dip like no not dipping quote but no I say just grab a chunk out of like this nine and a half minute song rip it out and yeah it's just there'd be and no you wouldn't miss it or you wouldn't you wouldn't the chunk could be used as a song in its own right no oh okay it, it, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's not a good I'm not saying hey like break this up into a couple of tracks no I'm saying you could dump any bit any of these songs out and no one bat an island <laughs> with the dirty baby bird yeah water. and can you get it down to a more manual say 40 minutes or something 45 minutes mm-hmm. but yeah you're not going to damage anything and you're not going to improve anything because it's dire yeah uh, yeah no i think it's ditch water dull yeah. so that's a little upsetting so my final rating one and a half stars. One full star less than Quiet Right. Wrong. That is wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> so you've ruined your rating system for it's all fine. time it, because it, it changes two and a half. each track. Isn't it? it does not. Quiet Right got a two and a half. This cannot get a one and a half. The this music is worse than Quiet Right. The musicmanship alone puts it above because Quiet Right does not have any musicmanship. Ugh. It had no talent. It was worthless. It was like eating dust in a desert. I'm going to reevaluate my scores. I'm going to do a new scale. I'm going to give A's and stuff. You do whatever you want. I'll figure it out. As long as it's completely different. As long as I can't tell you this reviewed words and quite right. I'm going to work on that. I'll have a new rating system. You'll have Not to- by this Sunday, but I'll say by next. Because I don't want to rush it. Because mm-hmm. then you'll accuse me of rushing it in over two days. So I'm going to give it a week and a bit. It seems like a, a dick move on my part. And I will... <laughs> I will and not even like an A to F thing. I think I'm going to work it from an A to Z. No. I'm not using all the letters. But. No, that's a dick move. You'll never... I, someone needs to roughly understand how good an album is. Just Roughly. You have different opinions. You don't have to agree with my ratings. That's not an opinion. You're oh. saying I have a scale to rate things, and this scale is so insane <laughs> that that no one could ever guess if, how much I like or dislike an album. The entire point is that we get to know how much you like or dislike an album because we all believe you don't have a soul. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't use revolving doors. Anyway. What, what you have, you've used that joke before. It's fine. I know it's fine. Can you reuse jokes? There's no recycling. No, not it's on the podcast in the last like two months. It's good for the environment. <laughs> I've had to sit at a weird angle now because my what, my arm's going to. Sleep. You really are at a weird angle. Your my, whole body. You look very similar to Dick Van Dyke when he did his back in that time. Left arm just went completely weird with pins and needles. So cool, you're probably gonna die. Oh. oh well. We've been waiting for it to be frank. It's fine. So what was your rating for we knew this? It was coming. I don't have a rating for it. It's, it's it's not good, but I don't tend to do ratings particularly. I'm going to gonna stop doing ratings. Because it makes life so much easier <laughs> to do it in the first place. And I definitely don't moan it myself. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's ditch water dull. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can say is it is better than quiet, right? <laughs> mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. mm, I have to agree to disagree. What? What we doing next? Um. Is it? Veil? I think oh, it so. is the veil's total depravity. Yeah. Uh, the veil's total depravity. Fantastic. Followed by neck deep. Peace and panic. Woo! That was, my, that was my pick. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Just saw it on a list and thought that'll do. Well, you know, <laughs> isn't it always nice that it'll do? <laughs> 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 
as a perfectly feasible concept in life. That'll do. That's, it makes it more fun to dislike stuff. Well, not fun, but it's more fun slagging off something that's shit. Than it's it's easier to review something by saying it's shit. Yes, that's exactly. true. Yeah, because it's hard to find good things about stuff. But I mean, isn't that something to look for? I mean, that's you know, it's like saying. The world's shit, so let's just rage at it. Well, how about you go, you're the world's shit, but let's try and be, you know, whatever. What it seems like it? a lot of effort. Well, I don't, I don't really ask for much effort. I mean, look at look at what we've got uh, just accomplished. <laughs> it's not a hell of a lot. Yeah. Oh! Oh. In case I get this up before Sunday night, yeah. Monday morning, predictions for how Twin Peaks is going to end. I think... Candy and Jim are going to be very happy together. Who's Jim? Hurley. Jim Hurley. Um, James. James. Yeah, I call him Jimmy. Jim. Yeah. No, you call him Jim. No one else has. <laughs> He's call, called Jimmy. He's called I James. Call, I call him Jim. We're in for, we can, not for, yeah. I thought he was going to end up with Ruth, whatever her name was. Oh, no, not I after, mean, not after like him and the mate almost killing her husband no matter how bad the relationship was there must have been something originally for them to get married and then he pretty much gives him brain damage so he's going to be going, she can't well he could be a new Leo well you know, be a dick move for her to leave him if he's old she wouldn't it'd be like Leo he's brain damaged in the wheelchair like Bobby and Shelley when they were looking after Leo yeah but I think he'd he could come black back I, as a killer clown but I still like him and because him and his whatever this accident was it's made him a little bit strange him and Candy would get on very well together. It's a motorbike accident. Yeah. yeah. But him and Candy. Maybe a good couple. Yeah, but I don't know if Candy actually exists. Well, there is possibly there, that. There, but there it's, a, it's not right? a serious prediction. It's fine. If, you know, what are the chances that Candy, because of how important they kept saying she is, and that she is fucking amazing, but she's also kind of out of it? Yeah. What if she's Laura? Somehow? Like, if Laura went into a different body altogether... And she's trying to get used to uh, everything like Dougie was? Possibly. I don't know. I mean, why else um, take her with you? Why take any of those people to Twin Peaks? I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> do you think once it's all over and done with, Coop's going back to Janie and Sonny Jim? No, that's why he asked for the seed, because he's going to make a new one. He's making a new Dougie for him. Oh, is he? Okay. Do you have the seed? Do you have the seed? He holds it up. And he pulls his hair out because I need you to make a new one. Oh, okay. He's going to send back a new Dougie. Dougie. He even says that Dougie will be coming through that door. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, so I still think we're going to see some sort of, like, assault thing on the sheriffs uh-huh. from the woodsman with mm-hmm. the whole game. Got light. No, like, remember he d- he's not but, good at action, so you don't want. No, but it's it's kind of going to be. Not going to be too much action, but I think you're going to see them kind of trying kid Bad uh-huh. Coop and his group of woodsmen coming up against Hawk and all that lot, and that's why you're building up that sort of ragtag collection in the cells mm. that can also fight back because you've got again the guy who can crush heads, and now you've got a guy with a, a fist that's well, a no, I mean, at the end of the day, you. that is your uh, for want of a better term, that's your Avengers yeah. thing, right? Ah. You've got probably Diane, who has inhabited the body of a blind Japanese uh, Jap- uh, Japanese yeah. woman, and admittedly her name backwards is O Diane, <laughs> but still, <laughs> does the O stand for original? I don't understand. Uh, is that why I need to go back and watch episode three actually? Because the bit where she's trying to talk to Cooper yeah. is that her saying, "It's me, it's Diane." Like, like, could you understand that if you watch it again? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? What she's trying to get across now? I don't know. Yeah. Or, I, did I mention this to you? You know what I like, right? If, if, um, you don't have to embody people. Like, there's that one where Cooper calls the box in Buenos Aires and there's like a bowl and in the bowl there's a thing and it turns into a ball yeah you know, like a, could it be really cool if Coop left his OG dictaphone 
Oh yeah. And uh, Diane's inside the dictaphone. Yeah. Cause that would be like so fucked up. <laughs> and yet it would be really cool for like, you know. Yeah. So you have certain things I okay, we've got two hours left. Uh-huh. And also there's gonna be a kind of showdown between bad coop and good coop and stuff. Yeah. I really don't know how they're gonna wrap up Sarah Palmer. Well, you gotta remember in episode one, Leland said find my daughter. So Laura has to come back. Yeah. But even Leland then, theoretically has to come back. Yeah. You know. So there's that um tag what else. Um you know, what about at the end of the day, Mr C isn't gonna be the big bad. He can't be. Yeah. Right? Because it has to be mother experiment, whatever you want to call yeah. it. So they've got a sort out mother experiment. They've got a sort out Mr. C. Um, they've got to... Big, bad, black thing is going to kill Mr. C. Then he's going to put the ring on him to put him back in the thing. Yeah, Coop's going to kill and then... With the, oh, well, I think he'll... Back, it will get killed by the weird big black smoky ones, I think. Yeah, but he'll yeah. still be wearing the ring by that point. Well, he'll be lying about it and he'll put it on him and then... Yeah. Like he did with the uh, Ray. Yeah, but Ray put it on before he died is what I'm saying. I don't know what the rules oh, are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's got to happen. Um, yeah, you've got... Oh, did you notice, I just, second time round, when uh, Hutch and Chantel are in the car talking... And he goes, Sammy dies, I owe him money. Hmm. Sam was the kid who watched the box. Oh, okay. In episode one. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And you watched that last one. Uh-huh. And you, something, like, they're in there, and as soon as they, she ran out of the corn chips or, or corn yeah. puffs, I was like, oh, shit's going to go weird here. Didn't see it going... As weird and as wrong as it did. Well, yeah, it's just but, so random. Yeah, but um, I knew I was kind of like, oh, this is probably not going to be good. Mm. And I thought, I'm not going to drive away to go get more. There's obviously going to be something happening here. And it did, but I obviously could not see that happening. The fact that the dude from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland played a character merely called Polish Accountant. Um, and oh. what was that, a Tech Nine? Yeah. He had? And just, a lot of bullets. I didn't think you would. Well, I, didn't think, I thought they were going to get away. I didn't think. I thought they were going to get away, and then I noticed her, pretty much her head explode yeah, <laughs> all over the windscreen. I was like, Tim oh. Roth is like a proper shot. They yeah. wild bunched that guy. Dangling. I was that know. was that him in real life going? I've always wanted to get really killed. <laughs> can you make me really dead? Yeah, of course you can. But um. So yeah, again, Belushi so they're dead. acting during that was great. Yes. And Nepper. I mean, yeah. I love Rob. Rob yeah. Nepper, I rarely watch and go, you know, that he's never phoned it in, even in shit. Even as the bad guy in Transporter 3. Can we do a spin-off series of just the Mitchum brothers running their casino? Yeah, done. There you go. Me and you. We'll write it. Awesome. Produce and direct. Yeah. <laughs> and it's now then being really nice to Brett Gelman. Yeah. He's probably in like a wheelchair. He can't talk anymore. There's always fear in his eyes, but they're feeding it. But they're like, feeding him ice cream. They're like wheeling him about. Yeah. And feeding him ice cream and things, and like just taking him about the floor of the casino, and occasionally turning around, and his leg, it's in a cast, keeps hitting against stuff, and they yeah. realise they're causing him pain. For hours. Hilarious. And it just they try to turn it back, yeah. and they try to turn it back and back. And just keeps cutting to him. Sort of like at the end of the episode, it just cuts to a close up of him going. Mm-hmm. Oh well. well it's just tear, a, a single tear coming out of yeah. his eye. Gold. But we've learned a lesson or something. Oh, An Alf shows up. Oh, we've got to pull it back. <laughs> what, what has to get resolved? I mean, David Lynch rarely resolves everything, we know no. that. Well, there's that weird thing. Oh, we haven't even taken into account Audrey yet. Oh, yeah, fucking Audrey. Well, I assume. Because could it be, right? They've mentioned the nut house more than once. Mm-hmm. Could, could it not be that she's somewhere random could she be in the nut house 
and like her father before her, be lost in a fantasy. Because if you remember season two, yeah, he went so crazy he thought he was a Confederate soldier yeah. in the Civil War. Yep. Could she be lost in the same thing? And like, you know, Charlie just be her shrink. And because, I don't know what, he's read a book by Jacoby? Like the, mm. Nothing tells me that isn't ruled out. You know what I mean? That psychiatrists would be following was, Jacoby's teachings. During her, I think, when it went weird, it cut to her in the sort of white room looking in the mirror. There was definitely the electrical sound again, right? Yes, there was that. And he's Dr. Amp or something, so... Dr. Amp, yes. Amp. I'm not saying he's there no, I, but because I believe if you read if you finish the secret history I believe he's been what do you call it disbarred he's not a doctor yeah, anymore no right. he's a fake he's a fake oh, doctor yeah well but he kind of well no he was a almost, real doctor he was, he was terrible oh, yeah, but he was just and a, now he's a fake doctor <laughs> quack he's a doctor like Dr. Fox was but he didn't touch as many kids oh. I'd like to point out I can't remember if that's what Dr. Fox did but he definitely disappeared off our TV screens quite quickly. So, so I don't want to be slanderous in the evening. So you can't libel the dead. Well, you <laughs> might have, well, he's definitely alive. Yeah, but if I died just today, I mean, just haven't time to use him. Well, I'm with that thingy Gregory. <laughs> I mentioned him earlier. Anyway. Gregory Peck. No. He died in the 70s. 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Not the 90s. Told you. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so... Let's sort this plot out. Yeah. So, Andy... What if Lucy's Diane? I feel bad for Andy. No, no. Well, because she couldn't have always been Diane. Because she wouldn't have been OG originally. But, you know. No, but she's... Well, but she's... She's what always if, been in Twin She's been in Twin Peaks before Coop was over there. Yeah, but so, she doesn't have to... It doesn't mean that her, she that, couldn't have been But Diane was still her. normal at that point. Yeah, but she could... As I say, oh. what do you call it? A tulpa. Mm. And if it could look like anything, then make it look like Lucy. And that might be why she's so forgetful. No. Because she's not. definitely not her old self. I mean, look at the weird thing with Frank coming in and her not even... Can't even. She doesn't understand how mobile phones work or anything like that. Yeah. I don't know. Or that bit that was made just to show that the cells are always empty, where she talks to the guy about the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> or the heating, or whatever the fuck that was. Well, all we know is at some point Andy has to put his shoulders on his hands on his shoulder, the shoulders of his wife, yeah. and walk her through somewhere. Yeah. That we saw in a vision for some reason. And obviously that means it's important somehow. Mm. Shrug. <laughs> um, what else is important? I mean, that's going to happen. I'd like Bobby to, you know, succeed yeah. without someone saying, hey, remember when you killed that guy? Yeah. I'd like that never to be mentioned again. Um... I'd like Albert not to die, but an awful lot of people seem to be guessing that he's going to. Hmm. To save Tammy and Gordon. Possibly. Um, what's his face in the cells? He's obviously going to sacrifice himself to be sort of redeemed a little bit for being a complete arsehole. Oh, Chad? Yeah. Yeah, I like to think he's not a bad guy, he's just weak yeah. kind of thing. Um, I also think he's just being introduced so that they can kill someone off without being too... Because they, yeah, they have painted him as a dick. Too backlash. So, but, no, no, but I think it's more. Could you? We make you hate this guy because everyone hates Chad. Yeah. Everyone like the amount of tweets you see that just say "fuck you, Chad," right? And then. Uh, yeah. Um and then yeah and then you kill him off and then everyone feels bad. That's always good filmmaking. You know what I mean? When you can make people feel change their mind like that. Yeah. <sighs> I like the fact that we're not even saying. Because we can't possibly guess what the plot is because this is how no. this season's... You can't tell what an order anything would happen in. No. We're just sort of... What would be nice is... But I'm pretty sure there's a good chance that Dale will just end up back in the lodge. Whether he's dead or not. But, you know what I mean? So... <sighs> yeah, Laura's got to go home. Mr. C has to die. Yeah. 
something has to happen with the mother experiment. Yeah. And I suppose there's a chance we'll find out who ate that frog moth at the end of episode eight. Well, that's to be Sarah Palmer, though. We're pretty sure. Yeah. But she did look kind of... Latino? Mm. Maybe? Because, mm. I don't know, I, I just... I, I made a terrible assumption. I assumed she always lived in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Well, I think she kind of did, because it was the only context we had for any of them was in Twin Peaks, other than Coop, because he can't... So you just always assume they'd always been there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's only natural, really, because there was yeah. never anything suggesting there were from anywhere else. So. Yeah. Oh, if there's one performance at the Roadhouse, and there has to be, mm-hmm. Julie Cruz, we've had it yet. Mm. Julie Cruz has to come back, even if it just sings a classic song, off like floating into the night or whatever. Mm. She has to come back. It's Julie fucking Cruz. <sighs> I've said it to you before. The amount of times I've sold Twin Peaks vinyl to make money, I've never sold my copy of Julie Cruz's Floating Into the Night. No. Because it's fucking amazing. <sighs> and if anyone uh, is wondering why I'm so skint this month, it's because foolishly, uh, two Twin Peaks albums are getting released on vinyl, and I pre-ordered them both. No. So but the £80 I live on for the month is £30 already... And it isn't September yet. Which means, if you're doing maths, I have one pound a day. Like Vianetta, every day. That's the plan. Or every other day, I'll buy one of those 199 uh, Texas uh, barbecue longs from uh, Burger King and cut it in half. Mm. Nibble away at it like a rat. It's filling your cheeks, but that's hamsters, not rats. Yeah. No, I was confused. Oh, we haven't even thought of red. Someone's got to get sorted with red as well. Red. The drug dealer magician man. Who's fucking Shelly on the side. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, yeah, I forgot about him. Because <laughs> he definitely didn't shoot him, no. I mean, I, I do like the idea that he's just going to get shot by Bobby and then Bobby's going to kiss Shelley and Shelley be like, dude, just kill my boyfriend. On you, but what's his, uh, Stephen? Yeah, and Becky! Because Becky's She's, possibly dead. This could be a jam-packed to hers. <laughs> well, it easily can be. You think of, I've said it before, right? But think of all of think of everything that happened in Firewalk with me. Mm-hmm. That's only a two-hour film. So right, because I'm off Monday, Tuesday as well. Yeah. So because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it at work because it's two hours long and I'll never get a minute's peace. Uh huh. So I watch it when I come home. And we have to get together to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah, because I'll, I'll also be super... Uh, I'll uh, I'll be up super early, but I'd like to not be up super late. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'd... Because I was thinking... I know you've got to go to work, so you can't pull this off. But I was really thinking about getting up about 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday and binging, like, a fucking oh. lot of Twin Peaks... 16 but hours. then shooting through it, right? 16 hours would take you through till midnight. Yeah. Then go to sleep till about six in the morning. And then get up and watch the two hour finale till about eight. Yeah. That's my thought. Because there's got to be more shit we've forgotten as well that seem important. I said that we... Um... What about Barney? Was that the one with the... The bald guy with the... You know, the, when, the, when, the, they, when the police, before they find Ruth's body, go out to find yeah. uh, the guy with the keys, and he's got the wee bag, and he's like... Oh, actually, saying that, Barney did come back, because there's a good chance when <laughs> that Barney was the guy punched in the face after oh. Audrey's dance. Yeah. 
Barney, that's my wife, you son of a bitch. Which is a bizarre coincidence, if ever there was one. Coincidence? Let me have a wee little peekaboo on pages. Because I'm sure I've got a list that just says, no, not that one. No, oh, for fuck's sake, this has gone poorly already. No. Oh, for fuck. I need to delete some of these because they don't matter. Uh, Note taking. What's this? No. What is that? Just quite a lot of reading. Well, you know. Oh, fucking hell, I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. What is this? <laughs> I've got a list of things I keep forgetting. So, uh, the 119 woman? 119. 119. 119. 119. What happened to her? What if she's dying? <laughs> she smokes a lot. Who's Judy then? We're we going to speak about you. We're we going to. She going to turn up. Oh, well, she has to now, yeah. right? Literally, you had Chekhov's Judy, which is no one expects anyone to talk about Judy, not because we're not going to talk about Judy, but because when David Bowie turned up, they literally cut that bit out, yeah. right? And then the next week, we're not going to talk about Judy. So now we have to. Now my theory being, not my theory, but it definitely makes perfect sense to me that. Judy is never referred to as, uh, by gender. Mm-hmm. And as code names go, if your name is Garland Briggs, Judy Garland yeah. Briggs, it seems pretty good that it's his code name. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, here's the thing. Did Audrey have twins? There's a question. Mm-hmm. And that would be Richard and Linda. Yeah. And that would also, as a one-two punch, explain two birds, one stone. Yeah. In a, yes, do you understand what I'm saying, Cooper? You you, you spunked them once. But two babies, two birds, one stone. Oh. <laughs> and they were born at half past four. Oh, yeah, half four. The truck guy. We know That never got sorted mm-hmm. either. Yeah, and he's saying uh, The sounds never got sorted out. There may be... Those sounds were slowed down versions of like the electricity that Audrey hears. Who knows? Uh, why is Hawk alone at Glastonbury Grove? Especially now we know Coop's going around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Houseman from New York. Brackets. Skunk. Mm. When you first meet Ben Horn, they talk about Mrs. Houseman and the skunk that got into her room. And they said they'd sort her out with the night. And they say that she's from New York. And obviously the only thing we know about New York is the glass box. So, yeah. The insurance man who came in to see Sheriff Truman. Which one? Sheriff Truman. One's fishing. You know what I mean? One's not yeah. well. Uh, yeah. Hank Fillmore, Barney, Harvey and Chip. Uh, the piece of flesh in the boot of uh, Hastings' car. Yeah. That never got sorted out. Now, this I've already forgotten again. Don Harrison, three question marks. Dave, oh, remember the guy who comes to help Dave out? Sort of a younger detective. Yeah. And then just disappears. What's crap with him? Uh, why will Betty only give the coordinates to Ray? I mean, Betty's dead. Mm. But, uh... The Congressman's Dilemma. That's never going to get mentioned again, but I'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. Remember that? When you first meet Gordon Cole, they're having a meeting, and there's a... Someone's been kidnapped by... by a, or like... Someone... Kidnapped... Like a senator's kid. And he, he refuses to tell anyone who it is, but he left a series of clues. And there's like a creepy boy... In a picture wearing like a weird sailor suit, and there's an Uzi, 
and there's a bunch of beans in a jar and this <laughs> and he looks at it and just goes the congressman's dilemma <laughs> moving on <laughs> yeah. why does Lucy have two watches she's got one around her neck and one on her wrist plus she bought Andy a Rolex yeah time seems very important is Lucy for show? Question mark. Because they've got the lady through the back answering all the calls. Really? Yeah, you know, there's the bigger bit yeah. where Chad was hanging out initially. The woman who goes, you know, someone's on the way, someone's on the way. Remember oh, okay, that? yeah. She takes all the calls. Mm. So, like, Lucy just deals with what? The public face? Oh, the ringing in the Great Northern. Mm-hmm. Be it in the basement or wherever. Yeah. That's got to get sorted out. No, that's going to be another one of those tube things that would make the noise. Probably, but it also, the same noise happened before Cooper woke yeah, up. Yeah, when it destroyed uh, could you yeah. the room. So could it just be like Laura in spirit form? Coop's got to go to the curtain at some point. So maybe he'll hear it, follow it, and then find mm. like a little vision thing from the giant or something going, hey, or fireman, whatever it's called. Well, he's got to go back to the giant at some point. Fine, because obviously the conversation they had at the very beginning, they haven't actually had yet. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> unless they had that conversation while he was in the coma, yeah, you know I mean, get it out of the way, kind of thing, and that explains why he knows so much. I thought some um, this is off subject slightly, but it's just um, from that last episode. Mm-hmm. My favourite bit is Jerry smashing the binoculars while shouting bad binoculars. What, like he, almost he was guilty of killing the man. Yeah, he couldn't see who it was because he was looking through him the wrong way. So yeah, no, I don't still... think he knows who was killed, but it was just like... Oh no, he couldn't see who. No. But it doesn't, he definitely feel, right. it looks like, it seemed to be, he felt that looking through the binoculars killed that person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Just bad binoculars and just smashing them. Yeah. Yeah, like he hasn't even taken into account that it was his grand, his nephew. Yeah. No, no, his great nephew. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Aye. No. <laughs> so it's not that hard. He's that. He's uh, Richard is to Callum what I am to Jerry. I was kind of concerned during that part that he was going to get too close, and then he was going to go and get killed in that scene. I thought, no, he can't kill off Jerry. You can. I don't feel like anyone's. I don't feel like anyone's particularly safe. No. And the theory we had that the uh, the the roadhouse was going to end. The roadhouse was going to end like fucking from dusk till dawn. But made by David Lynch. That's mm-hmm. right out of the door now because it looks like the roadhouse doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's probably, place. probably, the what. The, the 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 common room in like a insane asylum or something or she is still in the coma and it's just whatever's playing on the radio what the fuck are they listening to on the radio well they stick on a random channel it could be anything no I don't mean types. music I mean look at all the conversations they all make sense she talks about uh, Billy but Billy is missing because at the end of the episode that, that episode where he ran in and went has anyone seen Billy yeah, I mean, Billy is missing. You know, Chuck and Tina do exist. You know? And somebody's going in to visit Audrey in her coma and just telling her all the news around Twin Peaks. Well, that's really boring news. Why does she care? Yeah, well, you, you, after 25 years, you run out of things to talk about. So you're just going in, you feel obliged to go and visit the coma friend of yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry, that was me remembering that, yeah, we and Becky needs something done. So Stephen's probably dead. Just to get another loose end out of the way. Yeah. Possibly. But did he kill Becky to get another loose end out of the way? I just feel like that's too much pain for Shelley and Bobby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That just feels bad to me. Who knows? I just like talking about it more than anything else. Mm. And I say, once this is finished, you'll still be able... I've been able to talk about Twin Peaks for 20 years, so I'm assuming it's going to continue. Right. So, 
I'm still got the final dossier come out as well. So. Oh, well, that's uh, November. November. Yeah. yeah. I've, I pre-ordered the fuck out of that anyway. Me Obviously. Too. Obviously. Yeah. So yeah, what's next time? Oh, total depravity because. Uh, oh yeah, that's from twin. Well, not yeah, from that, for, but yeah, they were on. It was on twin peaks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, mm. you know, I told you. I hadn't listened to that before I started doing it for this. But once I realised who it was, and once I went to download it and realised it was already downloaded, mm-hmm. it all came back to me, because that album is produced by LP from Run The Jewels. Mm-hmm. And so I loved the idea of that, and then forgot all about it for however many months yeah. that was. Like a year, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. So yeah, that's next time. Yeah. God knows when this has come out. I'm getting a little confused because I'm trying to overlap it slightly just to buy us a, a little bit more time. Because mm. we're behind, so theoretically all of these would be out before Twin Peaks comes out yeah. on Sunday. But if you do that, I don't know. I'll probably just spunk them away like I always do. People are patient. That's what I say. Yeah. Well, I'm not, but... People are. Bye. Bye. I love you.